Welcome to the City Confessions. I'm Marianne Yip, a native New Yorker, and I'm here to discuss all the thoughts that go to the minds of people living in New York City. Since I'm a native who was born and raised in a city that never sleeps, I come across people who are constantly in a rush. I would like to take a moment to sit down and talk about what's on their minds and what keeps them up at night. So sit back and let's dive into these confessions of people I know and people I just met. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to season three of the City Confessions. And I know I might sound crazy right now because I have a cold or I'm actually recovering from a cold and my voice is super, super raspy. So for those who who find this sexy, you're welcome. And for those who don't, I am so terribly sorry. Um, I really just wanted to get this episode out on my birthday. So if you're listening to it on the 27th, it's your girl's birthday. Make sure you wish me a happy birthday (laughs) because it only happens once a year. You know what I mean? So I first want to say that if you have been listening to all my episodes or have listened to the last one from season two, I... Just want to send you guys all a, a virtual hug. I've been receiving so much love and so much great feedback about my confession. And it was about a health confession. So make sure you guys tune in if you guys haven't already. I didn't think that I was going to get any negative feedback from it. I knew doing so that it most likely would be received positively because, you know, I just had an optimistic outlook. I thought by doing that and by sharing my story that only good can come out of it. So I'm so happy that I've done it. I feel like, especially for my close friends, it's something that now I don't need to be, I don't need to feel like I'm holding something back and now they just know it. Not that it would change their perception of me or our relationship. But if anything, I think it brought us much closer. Um, Yeah, so I'm just super, super happy that I've done it. And it's a new season, a new year. And let's just start this right, guys. So as you guys know, every time I start an episode or a season, it's a solo one. And that means it's just me. And... I didn't know what I wanted to talk about because I figured the last confession was a bit heavy and should I do something more of light? And I was really doing a lot of self-reflection and just asking myself, what other confession can you share? And I'm usually an open book um, in terms of if anybody wanted to ask me something or fig- or find out something about me, I'm usually open about open to that. So I don't know. I don't really have an agenda. I just figured I would just put on this headphone, turn on the mic, and just start talking as as usual. Um, I think maybe one thing I want to talk about is money because I think money is a topic that not a lot of people um, 
want to talk about. It's pretty taboo. They say that the three topics you should never address are money, religion, and politics. So I'm not going to talk about religion or politics, but I feel like money is something that we shouldn't really shy from. And I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like especially in New York, it's a, it's a weird topic or just in general, like nobody ever asks each other, like how much you make. And that's not the point of, um, my confession. I'm sorry for like the pauses. I'm like, try to, um, (laughs) make sure my voice doesn't like crack or anything. So just bear with me with the pauses in between these, um, I guess takes, I guess the overarching, confession is that I have a really really healthy relationship with money and I'm not sure if I always had this mindset but it definitely um started when I was really young I don't know if it was my upbringing or maybe just like how my mom raised me but like if you come from an Asian family you're taught to kind of be like super frugal and just like save money And I was never really a big spender growing up. I was actually always trying to like find a way to make money and just save it. Like it was, I never had an agenda of like, oh, I really want this nice bag or I really want these nice clothes and I'm going to like work so I can spend money on it. It was more like, I really want to work and I really want to make money. But then after I make that money, I really just want to keep it. <laughs> so <clears throat> so um, my first job was actually when I was 14 and I worked at a laundromat. And um, ever since then, I've held a job since I was 14. Like I was never unemployed. I had, I worked at retail. I worked um there was this like program in the Lower East Side where it was kind of for kids. I worked at like a camp. I did tutoring, um, babysitting. So like any job you could think of, I probably had since I was 14. And in saying that, I feel like that really helped me to, to develop discipline and and yeah, so anyway, that's my that's my work story. But what I'm trying to say is that I saved up all my money and it put me through um stuff that I would like, such as like I took dance classes and I like paid for it out of my own pocket for it. And it's not to say that my parents never supported me. They always, always have. But my mom also instilled me instilled instilled in me at a very young age to just be really independent. She's really independent and I always thought if I want something I'm going to work for it and basically earn it. I don't need somebody to like hand me anything. And this I took this away to college. Um I had work-study jobs. But at this time, think about it. So in college, I was 18, but I have been saving money since I was 14. So I basically, obviously not for my full tuition. I also had scholarships. But for the most part, um, I guess from 
sophomore to senior year, basically, I don't want to say put myself through college because that's a, that's pretty extreme, but I did pay for like my own rent. I know a lot of people had their parents pay for their housing and that's great. I'm not knocking them down for that, but I didn't really have that. Don't get me wrong. Again, my mom never, it wasn't like I felt like I didn't have the help that I needed. I just didn't really want it. <laughs> so I, yeah, so I paid for rent and I guess this habit really caused me to have a healthy relationship with money. I began to look at it as I had to change my mindset a little bit because it was healthy in a sense that I didn't think that it would consume me. Um, but I think my mom also noticed that I was working a lot and I was saving a lot. And I remember she told me, you need to spend money to make money and you need to make money to spend money. Basically telling me that money is just energy and energy is, it's, it's everywhere. Like you can always find a way to make money. I know that not many people will agree with that statement, but I think once you change your mindset about money and look at it in a positive light and just see it as a, a vehicle to get you the life that you want and to open opportunities and and doors, um, you'd be surprised that it might come easier than you expect. Again, I know I worked uh, worked hard for the money, but it's just, I don't know. I started to adopt, change my mindset. And that's where my love for travel started to also happen. And I started to pour more of my money into experiences. So I really love traveling. I love watching Broadway shows. I love anything that's like arts and culture. I would spend my money on that. And as we know, they're, they're not cheap <laughs> like a Broadway show can go like a hundred plus so that's basically how I live my life and I'm proud to say that I don't have I paid off all my student loans so I had a, obviously I had a job after college and granted I know that I was in a very lucky position because I was living with my parents at the time so I wasn't paying for rent but I substituted like that chunk of money for rent for student loans. And I want to first say that I'm not saying all this to brag. I'm not, like, that's not my intention. This is my podcast. And I just wanted to share how I got to where I got to in terms of my mindset with money and hopefully share some tips on how to um, just have better finances and budgeting as we are, you know, gearing straight into 2020. Um, so yeah, I paid off all my student loans within a year or so. I don't have any credit card debt and I always pay my credit card in full. Again, I know that not everybody is fortunate to be in that position. I know other people have other expenses that I don't have, like I don't own a car, I don't have a mortgage. Um, also, I'm not in a relationship. And I think that if you're in a relationship, you definitely spend more because you're probably going out more. You're also picking up a check every now and then. So I totally, totally get it. I also um, had 
I did a poll on Instagram the other day just asking like a series of financial questions where people were voting and some of the questions I asked were like, do you have a 401k? Do you know what a Roth IRA is? Um, do you have investments in stocks? Um, do you have more than $1,000 in your banking account? What about more than $10,000? What about more than $50,000? And it wasn't me trying to be nosy or anything. I just wanted to see, again, when you vote on Instagram, there are two things. One, you can choose to do so or not. So it was completely voluntary. voluntary. And two, you can either lie or tell the truth. So the information I gathered is not 100% accurate. I know that. But it was really interesting because I saw that a lot of people don't have 401ks, don't know what a Roth IRA is, don't have over $1,000 in the bank account. And I was like, wow, I have all those things. And I feel like, again, I'm really good with budgeting and financing. And I don't know why that is. I guess I have to owe it to, again, just being raised in a frugal manner. Um, I remember when we used to go shopping for groceries when I was younger. If there were like three grocery stores and one was selling some produce for a certain amount and the other was selling it less, like less in terms of like 25 cents less. Like my mom would still go to the one that sold it for 25 cents less than the other ones, even though that meant maybe you know, making an extra stop or like going a little further. And yes, it might sound ridiculous to some people, but that's just how I was raised. And my mom just like made me think like any chance you can save a buck or two, like it matters. And it's weird to say that because I adopted that mindset so heavily to the point where I was just saving. And then she kind of intervened And I guess it's kind of hypocritical, but then she was like, listen, I know you've been saving a lot of money, but you also, it's like, it's okay to spend, you know? And I got to the point where I was like, I want a family, I want a house, and I know that you you need to have, you know, your finances in order, in order for that. But like, that's not right this second. And like, nothing is guaranteed. You can like, so they can happen to you tomorrow and you don't take anything away with you. So almost like, what am I saving for? And that's when I started to kind of live my life. Honestly, that's also the, the time when I quit my job. I started to pursue um, the career that I have now because I figured, you know what? You've been working for the past 10 years and you need to just like live your best life. So when I was 25, I was like, fuck it. (laughs) I'm going to just do me. And when I started to live my life, doors started to open for me in terms of my career. So yeah. And I still have the same mindset about money now. I still pay my credit card in full. I don't have debt. And 
that's my confession. It's like a great confession to have because I know that not a lot of people can say that. And I'm just curious right now. I want to check my credit score because I haven't done it in a while. So I'm going to go to Credit Karma. Yeah. So my credit score is 810. I think the most you can have is 850. Which says that I'm obviously at a really good uh, place. But yes, again, I'm not bragging or anything. I just think people don't talk about money and people have like these bad habits and people just make excuses. Um, I know that's not like a finance podcast or anything, but I just want to share some quick tips. So if you are working at a job and they're matching your 401k, you should totally, totally take advantage of that because that's basically free money. You can, I don't know what the percentages are in terms of how much you can contribute, but they basically take a certain percentage, whatever you um, put out of your paycheck to your 401k. Certain companies have policies that think after you work a certain, like a, like a certain amount, like maybe a year, they'll match it, but you should just totally do it. Even if it's like 5%, I think almost it's 12 actually, but if you can, you should totally max it out because that's free money. So that's my number one tip. If you don't have a 401k or if you're a freelancer like me, then you won't have a 401k. You should open a Roth IRA or actually an IRA in general. That's basically like a personal retirement account. And there are two different uh, ones you could do. One that's pre-tax and one that's uh, post-tax. I think that's, those are the terms. You can Google this and look it up. But I have a Roth IRA. I think that's um, if I withdraw after I retire, it's not. They don't take out any taxes because I'm paying tax right now. I might be wrong. But anyways, <clears throat> those are two ways that you can kind of have your finances in order or at least like get you rolling for the long run. And I started to also invest in stocks, not like a crazy trader or anything, but I think it's cool to just set aside money to invest in, invest in stocks that you believe in. And for me, again, it goes with the mindset. So the money that I take out for these stocks, I'm telling myself that I don't own that money anymore because I don't want to have an emotional attachment to it. So those are like a few ways that I've been like trying to be smart about my money. And then another thing that I learned recently was that I basically just had my money sitting in banks because obviously it's like, okay, they hold your money, it's safe and whatever, but that money isn't doing anything. It's not, you're not, it's not growing. It's not, you know, it's just sitting there. So that's why I started to, to like take it out and put it in um, investments. But I also have like a Betterment account uh, for savings, and that's a way for them to also in- reinvest that money. So basically, the same thing as your as like your bank, but they'll invest it, and you can make money <laughs> after a year or two. Or like, yeah, basically, it keeps growing. Just don't check it every single day because, like, the stock market it fluctuates, and you don't 
you don't want to be obsessed with it. But after like a month, after a year, you definitely will see the money grow. Um, And those are so, so simple. And like so many people don't have it. So I think those are great ways for you to kind of, you know, budget wisely. And I guess like following up with that confession is that, yes, I have a healthy mindset, but I'm also learning to, and people are going to think I'm so, I sound crazy when I say this, but I want to, I don't want to say spend more. Okay. That's not like what I'm trying to say, but what I'm trying to say is that to realize that it's okay to spend more money, especially on things that... I value like food. I think we all know that healthy food is so much more expensive than junk food and fast food. I don't know why that is. They should change that. But there's, if you buy organic and all these like high quality food items, they're going to cost more. And there are times when I know I want it, but I'm like, oh, damn. that juice is like $10 and that's actually really expensive for a juice. But I have to like realize like it's okay, you know? And even other stuff like getting your nails done, I, or like, yeah, getting massages, like all of that stuff, I never, never, never would spend my money on that because I always thought like, oh, that's, that's just pampering yourself. I don't need it. Um, But now that I'm getting older and I'm valuing wellness and self-care and mental health more, all of those services actually fall under that category. Getting a facial is taking care of yourself. Getting your nails done is taking care of yourself. And I want to learn that it's okay to basically treat yourself. Um, I haven't been doing that. I usually treat other people And I think it's time for me to just, if I'm earning the money, then I should be able to spend my money on myself, if you know what I mean. So I, yeah, I mean, if I'm eyeing like a cute designer bag, I think it's totally fine for me to spend my money on that. Again, not everybody can agree, but I truly believe that if you are making your own money, you have the power to spend it however you like. It can be irresponsible to some people. Some people might think like it's, you know, like it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's your money. So this episode has been crazy because I don't even know if there was anything substantial in this. It's not like juicy or anything. It's actually falling off from my last one. But I just wanted to keep it pretty short and simple because one, my voice is killing me. So recording this has been a struggle, but I only have today to really do it. I have such a busy week ahead. And by the time this launches, um, it'll be my birthday. But then the next day, the 28th, I'm actually flying to Tulum. I'm super excited. Um, I haven't been there. I just can't wait to get some sun and be in the beach and enjoy my life (laughs) and also hopefully this voice will be fine after that um yeah every single time I do like an intro it's also just like an update on what's happening in my life I'm so excited for this season 
I already pre-recorded uh, four episodes with some guests, and you guys are going to just love them. And I have a lot um, that I want to do with this podcast. I'm so happy that people are taking time out of their days to listen to this. So if you're listening, thank you so, so much. You guys are the best. Actually, I know that this whole podcast is about like confessions and I bring on people. But if you guys actually have any recommendations on like cool segments or questions or anything that can that ties in both to New York City and like this whole confession aspect, I would love to hear about it. It would be awesome to just get listener feedback and listener, um, yeah, like advice on like what you guys want to hear. So email thecityconfessions at gmail.com. And yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. It's going to be uploaded weekly as usual. Um, I love you guys. I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful week. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy my sexy, raspy voice. And don't get used to it because this will be hopefully the last time you guys hear me like this. (laughs) All right, bye.